Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy Akash. I'm here with Sagar and Keith, and today we're going to talk about a lot of funky stuff. So, hey, you want to get informed? Follow us on Twitter at the Psych Waffle and on our Instagram handle, the Psychedelic Waffle. Literally, type both of those things in and you will reach us. So, today we're going to talk about a lot of cool shit. Uh, to Sagar, let's go ahead and um, you start it off. So this is something that I wanted to talk about because it affects all of us on an individual level, right? And that's just kind of like nurture versus nature and the dynamic of how we're all kind of brought up, right? So when we're like put on this earth, right, and we're born, we all kind of have a similar hand. Some of us have a better hand than others, you know, versus, you know, whether if you're born into a nurturing home or not, mm-hmm. or whether you're born into an affluent family or not, and things like that. But for the most part, we kind of get a similar starter, starting deck or a starting hand uh, in life and everything, and we're dependent on somebody else for raising us. And for most people, to generalize, that first moment where you kind of have an opportunity to dictate your own life is when you graduate high school and you decide to go to college or not, you know, depending on yeah. what route you take. Your first real decision that you make get to make as an individual, yeah, yeah, assuming exactly. that you you know finished high school and all that. And you know, like, and no, it could be different too because like um, you could decide to do something else. Like maybe you have a job and you just want to keep continuing making money there, or you're like, I could be an electrician, or you know, you can go to vocational school. You know, it's an option for everyone. And but yeah, as you were saying, everyone's got a different path. And it, at a certain point, regardless of if you finished high school or not, at a certain point, you have to choose what path you're going to take in life. And a lot of that can be motivated by how you were brought up, what your upbringing is, who the people are around you. And that can really shape who you're going to be. And some people are on a certain path that's good, and some people, they got shaped in, um, in a way that may not be the most beneficial to them. So... You may make decisions, but a lot of them are almost preformed or predetermined just because of how the synapses in your brain might have been wired when you were uh, younger. Like if somebody, if you grew up and somebody was abusive to you or uh, was just uh, abusing you, then you may, for one, you may never, or you may have a harder time finding like love. You may have a harder time making connections with people, and that could uh, push you into uh, just a certain circle of thought process and just certain ways of uh, just uh, having different motivations and decision making in life you know yeah and that's that's so true because like you know we're talking about how you know nature versus nurture and it's pretty crazy how that can affect someone you know yeah like the way that they're raised and the environment that they grow in like it changes you it makes you the person that you are and it shows you a certain path that you need to take and like sometimes it can be right. Sometimes it can be wrong. But that's totally up to the person to decide. And, like, it's so crazy because you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And you just follow what you're shown. Yeah, it's tough, man, you know, because living situations and how it affects you and us as a society and as people. Um, you know, we have a pretty privileged existence, you know, living in the U.S. and things like that versus, you know, somebody that's born in a third world country and things like that and um, more than that just how you are raised and how the culture affects you like just talking about the united states right Mm -hmm. depending on where you grew up in the united states you have a completely different point of view of the country and the world as a whole so let's say you're born 
and raised in the United States, or if you're raised in the United States, like me and my brother, you know, we, we, we moved here. We weren't born here, but we were raised in the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. And um, we grew up in this area, in the DMV area. You know, our perspective and our culture in this area of the world and America in general is different than somebody's perspective of America and American culture that's yeah, I could in definitely Iowa see that. Yeah, like, or in New York City or in Los Angeles. Yeah. We all have different a similar but a different, you know, the culture is different, the perception is different, and the educational system on some level is different. I know this for a fact because I watched uh, this documentary on Netflix called Social Social Dilemma. Watch it if you haven't seen it. And it says, like, depending on what region you're in, the Google searches that you type in are catered to your location and oh, your really? locality and the opinions of that local area that yeah, you're I in. Yeah, I believe that 100%. Yeah, so, yeah. so if you type in something in, you know, Los Angeles, California, and you're researching a similar topic, you might get a different, you know, top search results than versus if you were to do it here in the DMV or in Florida. That's true, or yeah. Or Alaska, you know, so, depending on your region. It gets that specific, but so yeah, you get stuck in this thing, and it raises you in that environment, so, so it's tough, right? I don't know. This yeah. is a really heavy topic. It, it's kind of trippy, it, kind of deep, and you kind of have to have like nuance and the ability to see different perspectives to kind of yeah. get it. See outside well, your that's, Well, that's where the respect comes. So you have, to, you have to have an attitude. You have to have an understanding of how to view these things because the world is constantly changing, and you're faced evolving. with evolving, yeah, evolving, adapting, adapting, making it new. You're you're used to this, you know. You see this every day, so like when you notice stuff like this, you have to take it with a grain of salt, because sometimes it could be something that's against what you view and what you see, and sometimes it can be something that you agree with. But everything has a meaning. Everything has an answer. So when it comes to nature versus nurture, like we're affected by the air we live in, right? Mm-hmm. So it comes to the absolute answer that all of us are the same. And do you know why? Put each of us, whenever we were born, in any religion, in any state, in any place in the world, doesn't matter where it is, we grow and are nurtured by that environment, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So imagine... And it, your parents. After you're almost like brainwashed into or your guardians parents, or whatever your you know, situation Parents, is. guardians... And fellow teachers are, are teachers are play yeah, a huge no, but role. Listen, 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 that's a different thing. We're yeah. talking about. So imagine this. Let's place a. Ah, uh, checking the globe. Checking the globe. Let's place a Indian baby in the Swiss Alps, a Caucasian child in China. It could be a black child in Indonesia. It could be. The point I'm trying to say is, it doesn't matter what race you are. It doesn't matter what color you are. Doesn't matter what language you speak, wherever you're born, wherever you live, your environment, you are catered to by your environment. You grow in that environment, hundred percent. Exactly, yeah. and you master that language or you, that culture or that, that culture, yeah, whatever that situation is that you grow up in, right? And that's what proves that we're all the same. And nature versus nurture is like we're nurtured. By the so that's the that's the nature part. You're right? nurtured by the nature. So of we're your talking about nature right so now, geographically nature. where you are. Geographically where you so are. So what's the nature part that we all share in common that helps us adapt to that? Is it like growing up, being like a, a young child no, no, or no. a young teen? No, it's it's the environment you live in. So like, yeah. So people who live in let's say um, an urban area, what are they more used to? I would say. Um, I would say maybe violence. Maybe. Violence, right? 
I would say more independent because there's so That's many true. facilities there's, and ways to there's less go support. out on your own. Because I feel like suburban and rural areas, there's a lot more like no, checking in and less opportunity, like, less less things to do. Like, so I would say independence would be the biggest thing. So you're taught and, to be more in, independent in urban areas and urban fend for areas. yourself, kind of, kind of yeah. fend for yourself, right? And like more the, like it's it's more of like a you got to do it on you versus and the world's kind of left you behind a little bit. I wouldn't yeah, say some, left you behind, areas, not left you behind, but like, more like some areas they've it, left it, you behind. It's like I will say I will say it's more of like a it's more of like a um independence like you versus the world mentality where like from my experience growing up in a suburban area it's more like community based depending yeah. on yeah. there's less nurture in a suburb or a, not a suburban and a uh it, it leads in an urban to, area. In an urban area but it i will say it does lead to less independence which is a con in, in suburban in, we can in a suburban area yeah. because yeah. you know of course we're going to touch base on that you but know, like cuz like there's less independence so there's trade-offs to both you know yeah but so like I said, we're like in an urban area, and let's just say, let's just say you're raised in Washington D.C. We're from Nova, we're the Northern Virginia area, and you're raised in Washington D.C. and um, you're in like the southeast area, which is a pretty, pretty good area. I mean, we're not not economically not, depressed area for sure. Yeah, and it's getting gentrified by the day. It is getting gentrified, I will say, and it's but the people who've been living there have been going through that. That turmoil. And, and, and then you see that it's happen been in for, every for major decades. city in the country. It's been happening for decades, um, dude. You know, socially depressed economy, uh, areas are being gentrified and flipped. and Which know. is good and bad because it's good to, to make the areas better, but you're kicking all the people exactly. out. Exactly. The people that are in those communities never see those benefits and that, of yeah. that and I'm not saying that which is fucked up. Look, I'm not saying that you which don't – Look, I'm not saying that you don't have opportunity in this type of environment because opportunity is given to anyone – who wants it? And it doesn't matter where you're from, it's given to you because that's just what happens, you know? That's just the way of the world. If you want something, it will be given to you. I think opportunity is around, but it may not always be around your area. And it depends, it, man. You'd have to take a real leap of faith, and you have to be somewhat well-off enough where you can make a change and you can uh, leave your environment for a better one. Because opportunity exists all around the world. It but does. if you're living in a place that does not have as much opportunity, you have to be fortunate enough to have the resources to go to a place where there is opportunity. Is this, this is I, think, I think yeah. I get what you're saying with this whole thing. I get what you're trying to say. I get what all... you're trying to say. There's opportunity everywhere. And I feel like America, you have the best chances of opportunity versus on a global scale, even compared to European countries with established first world economies. But the thing about America is depending on where you are in America determines you know your opportunities as well. There's a lot of different factors that play Put yeah, that, sure. that that come into the, play. The best thing about right? America is, but there's abundance the of opportunity available. But depending you know, on which area mindset. you're you in, have to have yeah. the mindset. The mindset's a big key. But, it, but depending on which area you're in, right? Like if, if I, I want to be, bring this if I want to be circle? an actor, if I want to be a comedian, I have an opportunity to do that here in the DMV area, in the DC clubs, yeah. Arlington clubs, um, and clubs even you know like in Warrington, things like that, small local clubs as well. But there's more opportunity for success in higher market areas, right? If I was to go to L.A., that's why a lot of people go to L.A. Um, or New York and things like that, yeah. right? Depending on what your profession is, what your job is, and what kind of opportunity you're looking for. Let me let me bring it full circle because I think what Akash is also getting at is it's opportunity or it's mindset, excuse me. It's mindset, but part of it is the opportunity around you and also – 
depending on your environment, it also will change your mindset a lot of the time. It but will. Barring, yeah. barring any type of mental illness, that's a whole other conversation. But well, people who so weren't bo- born variables. with that full stack yeah. of mental, the full deck of cards mentally, that's a whole other thing. But it, let's say that I hate using the word. Uh, We'll just say average. The average mind yeah. can be formed a certain way where even if you're in a spot that has opportunity, like let's say you're fortunate. If you're in a spot that has opportunity, your mind might have been forged where you don't see that all around. Or like you were saying, living in a suburban environment, if you're catered to, you may not ever want to push yourself to find better to opportunities. Yeah. And if you're not catered to, let's say, in a more urban environment, you – Where you scrap you, for your yeah, opportunities. Yeah, and you, you know? or you either scrap, you scrap for your opportunities or you develop that mindset that makes you – possibly less successful because you're just trying to survive day to day. You don't have exactly. the, the, yeah. the, the, yeah. the full picture of the outside world. I think what you're getting at is we're all born the same, but it are, are depending on where you are and the way your mind is set up, it can abs- it can change vastly exactly. the outcome of That's, your life. It's like a board game, and it depends where That's you're placed so on the board, yeah. right? You have different skill levels or attributes, just to get kind of nerdy on you, like you know, different skills and attributes – and environmental things that factor into your yeah le- projection of the game, you know. Le- I'm gonna use a really or drastic the matrix if you want to <laughs> get super. Tricky I'm gonna about use it, a really you know? drastic. I'm keeping it on Earth for now, but yeah, I get I, I get you. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, right? I'm right. gonna use a super really ridiculous ex- well, not re- just over the top example. Let's say that you're a millionaire and you have kids. Yeah, and they're you know, let's say that you're um, you know a Hollywood actor. You have kids, and then. They're, they're born, and you raise them, and they're very coddled. They're every, everything's given to them. And then they have this money, but they don't actually want to do anything. Yeah, yeah. And that's where you were given every opportunity. You have – you could go into anything. Actors, children go into music. They go into movies. They go into producing. They, they have Whatever vast the amounts of opportunity. But some them, of them yeah. – just, just don't do anything with it, and they a lot of them can become you know addicts, or they just fail, or their parents you know yeah ever the money dries up or whatever, and that's where when you're born in that environment, you don't have that same struggle, that same get attitude. You're just your your mind has changed versus somebody and who's got that like, mindset, who's from just a poor environment. Someone who has that mindset, they might actually go and work hard to get that uh exactly but, the, the whole but thing. that's where it comes back to the board no, game but, though. But, 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 but i will but say that's where thing. it comes back to the board game because there are people that get sent in that environment where they're blessed with everything and they decide that they do want to build up upon that and create their own success you know it just depends on who you are and and, and the the reverse is true right not everybody that's born into poverty or into a middle class income scrap for something greater than they are some some people most people i would say so pretty content or, or find contentment, which is good. So, like, to tag on to this, um, so, um, a.k.a. Mr. Wonderful. What's his name, by the way? Oh, Kevin Kevin O'Leary. O'Leary. Kevin so, O'Leary. So, a.k.a. On Mr. Shark Tank. So, a.k.a. Mr. Wonderful, a.k.a. Kevin O'Leary. This man is worth how much? Four? I'm going to look that up right I, now. I'm not sure. I don't want to guesstimate. I'm, I'm guessing four billion, but I might be No, no it's not worth four billion. It's... Uh, Triple digit multimillionaire. I would say like I want to say 140. Bro, Kevin O'Leary worth 400 million as of 2019. Uh, okay, million. so yeah, I, damn, I, was I mean, say 140 still, to he's worth oh, almost man. half a billion. He's worth yeah, almost man. as much as what was it, uh, Beyonce? I think she's worth half a billion, if not more. And then I know I feel like she's worth more. I'd right, say, so anyways, half. guys, look. So Mr. Yeah. Wonderful, Kevin O'Leary himself. So basically, him, his wife. And his two children, okay? He has two kids right now. So uh, Kevin O'Leary is a man of travel. He travels in the world. 
He takes what he wants to taste, and he takes care of what he wants to take care of. Mm-hmm. All right. right, all right, all right. It's the man, the legend, the myth. Anyway, so guess what? Him and his wife fly first class, but guess what his kids fly? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I heard this. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they fly in the back. They fly in the coach. He says they got to earn their money, right? They said Basically, he said, I will pay for your plane tickets everywhere in the world. But if you want first class, you pay, you pay for it for yourself. That's a smart way of doing it. I mean, yeah, he's basically what he's what he's done is he's given them a place to live. That's their home base, and they know they they're comfortable there. But if they want the luxurious things out of life, they have they to have earn. To, they have to work. For they have it. to pay yeah. for themselves. Basically, he's what he's what which he's is, which is I, I feel know, like what that's he, a pretty cool way. Yeah, to I think Bill Gates cool is a little similar if too. If you're, if you're a rich person, no, you're free rich person because you don't want. Yeah, yeah, but you're expecting like a term of like respect. Basically, the dad, what he's doing, what Kevin Leary is doing, he's like. Hey, bro, I've given you your foundation. You don't have to ask for a loan. All I want is a presentation in your love, in your faith, and I'll support it. Right? That's conjecture. That's your opinion. I mean, I'm just saying. He yeah, loves, I, I could extrapolate dude, something like dude, that. Dude, he loves his kids. I could extrapolate something like that. He loves his kids. Yeah, or else he All wouldn't right. be doing that. Here, yeah. wait, 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 even though it seems kind of stern and messed up for somebody who's worth a lot of money, but there's a purpose because he's trying no, to he doesn't yeah, want his show kids. them right, something. Hey, I wanna, he's trying to show them something. I wanna, Okay, I want to bring this back onto uh, a neural level real quick. Because okay. we've been talking about the, the millionaires and the billionaires. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the way the brain really works is it's got all these different connections going on, and, or it's got all these neurons and everything, and there's synapses and connections going on. And our brains are incredibly, incredibly this malleable, and we are learning machines. Like, we, in the prime of your life, you are a learning machine, and even growing up. Okay, so every time, let, every I feel like almost every kid knows this. Yeah. When you grow up, and you're just playing around in the kitchen or whatever. I know what happened to me. Mm-hmm. The stove is on. Yeah. And your parents say, don't touch the stove. That, that shit's hot. Yeah. Don't touch the stove. And you're just like, huh, okay, yeah, no, I'm going to do it. And then you do it, and you burn the shit out of your finger. And then your parents says, what do they say? They say, I fucking told you, right? Yeah. So then what happens? We're going into the brain here. What happens in the brain? A connection is made in your brain, and you go, oh, there's a reason why I, I don't to want to touch to that. Person. Yeah, yeah, I, need, yeah. I don't want to touch this stove. And yeah, th- if this happens, then this will happen. If if I touch hot object, I get burned. Boom. Connection made. That sticks with you, barring anything yeah. else that unsticks Amazing. it. So yeah. let's take this even further. When when some if something good happens to you in life, connection made. You now re- reap the rewards from it. So uh, if you're just we're just gonna call the spoiled brat who gets everything you want. You're not making any connection where if I. So you're making the connection. If I don't work hard, I'll still get everything. That's a connection made, and that's what what uh, I see. What you're trying to say stops a whole yeah. lot of people from being exactly. Yeah. They never feel then, the sting of being burned. Yeah, because they're just yeah. like I don't work hard, but that's, I get oh, things. Deep, boom, bro, connection deep, made. Yeah. And then there's people who actually have to work for it. Who so say, Oh, if I don't work my fucking ass off, I connection made. I don't get shit. So guess what? I need to work my ass off to get the connection I, shit gets done and that's the answer for the people who have that life yeah if you have that life you better make that connection and yeah. if you don't like come on man what the fuck are you doing yeah, yeah. work hard play hard that's yeah. you know, if you're something gi- that I, this I is all i'm gonna like say if you're if you're given liberties that other people don't have you better do something about it because there's a reason why you have that and if you don't take advantage of it i'll be honest someone that doesn't have that power will beat you that's like I forget what it was. Something like an athlete was like who played basketball. They were like, you know, 
you're playing, you're practicing and everything, but when you're like taking a night off, somebody else is practicing. Yeah, I feel like Michael Jordan would have said something like that. No, that's what he said. Yeah. Yeah, some someone else is practicing trying to take the same spot Dude, that you're So guys, at. this yeah. is how it works. That's that you know? claw your way up mentality. Guys, yeah. Guys, yeah. you are strong. You're a strong person. But no, there is always someone stronger than you. Who's working harder than you. Who's working harder than you. And there's also someone weaker than you. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Who's taking the night off, as it were, right? Taking the yeah. night off. Yeah. And again, this is all barring people with any type of like mental illness or just somebody just growing up in the worst. I, I don't even want to go how bad some people's environments can get where you are yeah, in almost practically we're forced pretty privileged to, with yeah, the environment yeah. that we grew up You're in, forced to like live the way you're supposed to. All know. right. Now, okay, so... Giving all that with the connections in the mind and the way it changes you, what about what all these social media apps are doing? Where they're basically – have you guys heard about huge. how Facebook was uh, – I think this was a couple years ago. Facebook actually tried to change results for people. So if somebody – like they would give somebody more negative posts on their feed. Oh, wow. And then they'd also give someone else more positive posts on their feed. And then they would wow. monitor what the person was posting after seeing all these things. And they actually found that if you uh, for, just show more negative posts on someone's feed, they now post more negative things. And if you show more positive Wait, posts so on feeds, they post more positive things. So you're telling me that me, Akash, is logging onto Facebook and is like, hey, I had a nice day. And – there's a team of workers like looking at not that? workers algorithm algorithm yeah well they, it, they keep people out of the loop that's the messed up part it's people fine. Pu- computer code al- computer yeah. code an algorithm that is destined to form me and the reality that I see which is what so all right so watch well, the, watch the movie social dilemma and they talk a big thing about this and Facebook is one of the major ones that does this and they've developed a bunch of different ways so the way that technology and the algorithms that run social media are developed right now, those algorithms aren't developed to nurture relationships between friends online. They're, or, they're meant or, to sow discourse. No, 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 no. Oh. They're, they're, they're meant to do one thing and one thing only, and that's sell you shit. Well, that's true. That's that's all that they're meant to do. These guys, algorithms okay, guys. are meant to sell you stuff. Sorry, sorry. Hey. And, and they cater your feed, and they cater your opinion, and they cater the information and everything that you see. Hey, guys, by the way. to sell you things that you're interested guys, in. Guys, by the way. When you're on Facebook, it's every three posts of your own and your fruition and the people that you're following. So every three things that you see after that is an ad. And it can be an ad about slippers. It can be an ad about Crocs. It can be an ad about whatever you want, but... Every three posts, there's an ad. And that's what you're saying. Whatever you want, it's whatever they think that you want. What, I mean, obviously, this is common knowledge. This isn't even breaking news for anybody. Your phone's listening to you. Obviously, it's scratching your searches. It's tracking what's going on, what's uh, the microphones. Like, it's everyone, we're all so used to it. Like, okay, again, going back to brain connections. It's just like 20 years ago, this would have been like, we would have just been government surveilling us, shut it all down, no way. And now, slowly... The synapses are – we're just getting – We're again, we're very adaptable meat vessels. We're very adaptable machines. So we're just slowly, incrementally used to think, like, oh, this is going to track me. Oh, I'm being recorded here. Oh, this is recording. It, this is just the new normal, but it, it's, it's not actually normal. It's just what our brains – just because they're, they're using the fact that our brains are so adaptable against us. We're used to a slow incremental change, and they know as long as they don't – 
just boom, just like imagine 20 years ago, all of a sudden they just said, everybody gets a camera, we're going to record you. People would have beyond, like beyond right in the streets, like they would have just torn up the government. Funny but that now, you said that slowly, they've the done Patriot that. Act was enacted. Yeah, two, after, after 2001, after or 9-11. Uh, and that was the major surveillance act that allowed NSA to basically survey anybody on Which, on I mean, suspicious whatever. Oh, I, okay, I just heard this. They did an investigation into the what uh, – this is because of Edward Snowden. Because he had to leave Dude. the country. So they did an investigation, and they said, how many terrorist attacks did you guys prevent – the, did the NSA prevent because of the Patriot Act? They could not find one attack that actually they could not have stopped by just using what we already had. And just with 9-11, they had all the information, just none of the different uh, <laughs> government agencies communicated with each other because everyone just had their dick in their hands, and they're just yeah. like, we got the biggest dick, so, and we want to hold mm. our information. Dude. So they never needed to do the whole Patriot Act. It's just what never needed to be done. Can I answer why? All of this is bullshit. Like the reason, like, bro. I want to hear it. What do you? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? The molding of information that we get is so intense. Like we are told, we're shown a message, right? And it gives us a perspective of what we're supposed to believe. And we're like, hey, I see deer, I see trees, I see a pyramid in a field, I see Atlantis in a rock. Like, what the fuck, right? Like. What are we really looking at, right? Like, like, come on. Just on, like, our screens? In whatever. Listen, in whatever. Like, we're shown images. Oh, of things that we've never actually been to or seen, but we're just like, oh, I guess that's real. Like, cool. It's on the, the internet. other thing. Like, you're only really meant to do or see things that you're told to or programmed to do, right? Yeah, but, like, it's like... Like, we all went through, like, the public school system and things like that, and our perspective is based off of that versus someone who didn't go through that system or maybe isn't in the u.s right nope. their perspective and their point of view on the world would be different big a big thing i think that kind of proves that point is history right depending on where you grew up and what your world history and government history and whatever history that you learn it kind of shapes your view on yeah it changes world, your perception right? you know the history is written by the victor exactly yeah, the victor, but right? so that, know, that's a huge point to prove do you know, that do, point, you know right? what, do you know what proves it guess what you are you're an immigrant. Yes. And you moved to the States, right? Yeah. Because your family, your parents, right? Yes. They moved to the States, right? Yes, exactly. And so guess what happens? You're just you're just fucking thrown into this world, right? Mm-hmm. This world of like independence and like the golden world is my world. And I was given a message of freedom, right? Which is actually beautiful because when you follow it, it's created, right? If you if you can create, if you create for yourself, then you can create Free- man, freedom is such a touchy subject, man. Freedom is a touchy yeah, subject. Man. What I'm saying is that, like, you create... It's all, like, objective depending on bro, bro. so much. I think, I, think, I think what we're all agreeing with here is that most, a, a lot of things, not most, a lot of things you can change for yourself. Certain things, I, I, I 100% believe there are just people born in a certain environment where it... There There's are variables those, you can but, change and variables you can't. Yeah, very, there, there we go. Okay, And yeah. if you can focus on the things that you can change, it helps you, I feel like... Amazing, but like... Lead to success versus focusing on the variables that you can't change. Yeah, yeah. You change, make better the variables that you can change. If you can't change it, uh, that's that's got to be an episode. But like, guys, 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 guys. It's so... Guys, guys, guys. Hey, guys. Yeah. yeah. So, that's great that we're on this page, but like, what I was talking about was... The molding of information. 
Okay. So, like I said, you're in this place. You're given an opportunity. You have a reason to succeed. But the molding, the molding of information can change you. You know, you're talking to your neighbors. You're talking to the friend you befriended at your job. You're in a new place. Just everyday life. Everyday life, you know? It's like a new input for your brain to process. A new input, you know? Like, and, like, you're just like, oh, what do I do? And it's a, it's a question that everyone faces, but it's like... Fuck. Like, okay. So yeah, it's, it's basically it's no, it's basically I, I think I, it's it's basically what are what you are given all this information in your brain and you just got to figure out how to process it all. And well, if someone like, grows uh, up in a bad environment where you're beaten or abused or whatever, you you take that in and whatever comes out the other side of the way your brain uh, computes it, that really determines a lot about who you are. And if you're given love and affection and you can have a good upbringing, that, wow. can, that can give you inspiration. Like imagine if you're somebody who literally reads inspirational quotes every day. You follow – I mean we can talk about how some people are fake on Instagram and stuff. But you follow all these inspirational yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, You wind up doing things that can maybe inspire others. That like you inspire Robbins. yourself. Oh, my yeah. goodness. So, so, yeah. it's, so it's like, so it's like um, how people talk to you every day and like you meet people. And not even meeting people, but you're in a situation and how you present yourself and, like, how you treat that person in the situation, right? You ref- it's your reflection of everything that you've processed. Oh, so, 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 all right, to piggyback on what you both are saying, right? And I think that kind of encapsulates what we're trying to say. And it, it's the saying, right? You are what you eat, right? Yeah. And when you say you are what you eat, and when I'm talking about you, I'm not just talking about food. I'm talking what about you mentally consume. Like what you consume as media, as the people that you surround yourself with, uh, the thought processes that you engage in, don't engage in. Those things kind of develop who you are as a person. Yeah, and you have to be careful in, what, in how you consume things. Like there's plenty of studies done just talking about how – when Facebook came out, depression rose. When Instagram came out, even more depression rose because people see other people's lives and they're not even and re- they're real lives. Yeah, their, they're comparing to their, yourself. To their real lives. It's good to learn from positive aspects of other people's lives. That's great. It's great to take in inspirational quotes. I mean, that sounds corny, but it's good to take in stuff like that. But if you also say, "Why isn't this? My, why isn't this life that I'm seeing?" my life then you can also accidentally go into a kind of a, a, a spiraling a spiral. down spiral of like bullshit yeah so then that's where you have to be careful because you can either have the positive connections made saying yeah. okay maybe i want that life maybe i want this happiness maybe i want this freedom maybe i want this opportunity or you can say you can go down a dark route where you say why is this not me why am i failing why why can't i have better what's what this person is so lucky that they have everything and again this I cannot stress this enough. Some people are dealt a bad hand, and there may not be much that you can do for that person. But for people who are dealt with a hand that you can work with, those people you can either see as a positive or you can see it as a negative light or like a shadow on your life saying, I will never be this person. I just, this is a life I can never have. I can't do it. I won't do it. This is just how I have to be the rest. And that's and how social media can influence people. And Exactly. And sometimes you have to deal with those eyes, you know. You have to, like, understand the, like – it's a fucking hard decision, you know? Fucking it's, jungle out there, bro. Yeah, you know what? And this jungle's getting crazier because of technology. Like, yeah, technology's gotten so crazy, they're starting to basically just... They're, they're influencing how everyone works in the masses. And the fact that, like, AI... Like, I think we were talking about this before we started this podcast. Sagar, you were saying that every year, AI is getting better and better, better at doing better. its job. And its job is to figure us the fuck out. And it is figuring us out. And what we really are hey, as bro. a whole... Yeah, what? bro. 
we have Roombas, right? <laughs> yeah. Guess Yo. what? Hey, guess what? Guess what? You don't be talking shit on Roomba. No. Roomba has evolved. Now we have lawn Roombas. Oh, yeah. They're going to blade us all to death. <laughs> oh, I would, I would get a lawn Roomba. That's if you had a big fire. enough yard, yeah. Shoot. Why not? But if you got. But I, what I, I would be in the market for a lawn Roomba if that was a thing. I mean, oh, it, no, is. it is. It is. It is a thing. It's, it's a, a thing. thing. It's, a it's thing. 100% a thing. It's a lawnmower without the handle. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. But, but I mean, go in, besides your lawn, though, just the fact that just AI and everything, it's slowly like, – AI used to just be a term and we're like, so yeah, one day. So basically the way they sell to you is is uh, measured by the land you have. Are we going to oh, – <laughs> Roomba? No. Okay. No, no. I looked it up. <laughs> so basically, depending on your land, they will sell you a lawn Roomba. Two or one or four. I think we'd be good with one. Yeah. Yeah, I just need one. As long as the battery lasts or the engine lasts or whatever they run on. No, them. apparently you set it up in your backyard. It's like a section where he goes and charges. It needs to be plugged to a electric source. This is the lawn Roomba part of the conversation. No, just not. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, bro, it's an app that you download. And Nomylawn.com. <laughs> I'm not Yo, sure what it is. Shout out to the the Roomba peoples. <laughs> All right, hold on. Going past the Roomba, dude. Technology, big tech corporations. They're all learning us right now. Yeah. Right now, we're we're almost lucky. We're almost fortunate that they haven't all. They do work together, but they're also competing against each other. Because the moment they all start working together, we've they've got us figured out. And uh, like Google can track where. Uh, a new virus or a new pandemic or a new uh, uh, bacteria starting up just yeah. based on their searches because people say, hey, I have – people say, I Google things when I feel sick. You say, I have stomach pains, headache, yeah. nausea. What is this? Yeah. And then they track how many people and where they're saying that. It, it makes a ding on a map saying how many people are talking about getting sick right now, and they can track where pop-up hot spots are coming up just based on where people are tracking. So imagine all that information just coming in. Luckily, we just don't have a computer system that can measure that all right yeah. now. That can keep it's all being downloaded and saved, but nothing is. We, there's not a computer that's big enough and powerful enough to actually work through all of the information. But when there is, I'm kind of scared. And that's the thing you gotta realize with technology, which is a huge thing with technology, and which is a constant like back and forth with government, with society individuals and people as a whole is the privacy versus convenience yeah um, everybody wants to have their privacy when they're online and have the privacy to do the things that they want without any interference but at the same time they want convenience and mm -hmm. you know you can't really be convenient without giving up some personal data right like perfect example that's really popular right now are like the the food service delivery apps right I you mean, have to you have I mean, to give them your location data. Yeah, but you like, have to you know you have to give them your payment information data and these type of things and these things get recorded and they record this stuff. Everything that happens online is recorded on a server somewhere. You best believe it. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. And so, uh, do you think our curse is convenience? Convenience is going to make it easy for us to get more into this technology. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but people have to you know kind of give up on their privacy and that's well, the thing, what about right? people who want to and, it, and it comes it comes back to the digital coin services as well right a lot of people are talking about we're going leaning more towards a digital payment service for you yeah, know and it's all going to be tracked every penny's going to be tracked. a lot more easily but, traceable than you would be able to trace cash okay, okay, transactions okay. there's there's less freedom everything is known 
and yeah, by doing all that, yeah, you're giving up privacy. And here's the thing. There, people can say, well, I mean, there, there is the honest conversation. Should we be doing that, and are we more drawn to it? I think we are drawn to convenience over privacy, but at what, at what point have we given up so much of our privacy that it's no longer convenient to be us? Oh, whoa. So, yeah. So, I, I have a Facebook. There's no, to, to yeah. where the point is no longer convenient. Yeah, yeah. I have, yeah, there's, uh, there's got to be that tipping point. And, and, I and you know what I think is a huge um, negative effect of that is the whole cancel culture. Because if you have a huge social imprint online, or if you have a whole a huge online presence, anything you can or will say will be held against you. Yeah, it's and it's there forever. We were uh, talking about Which this. Sucks. Yeah, there, you know, people have moments. You know. Yeah, there's we're emotional beings. There's a prison system called the uh, Panoptagon, which the whole theory, the the way it's laid out. Is, okay, imagine there's a giant, almost like Colosseum, like a giant uh, circle of prison cells. Mm-hmm. All of them are with bars on the front and no covering. So you can see into every single cell. They're all stacked on top of each other, several stories tall, and it's just one giant circle. And at the center of it is a giant tower. And in that tower, it's either filled with mirrors or small slits where guards for the prison can look through. And they can look at the prisoners. The only thing is the prisoners have no idea which cell who are they looking, they're lo- at? Who are they looking at. So you, by putting people in that situation, you are essentially a prisoner to your own psyche, your own thoughts on what could be happening. Because everything you do may not even be – they may not call you out on anything that you do. But you have no idea if they're going to or not. And going back to technology, that's exactly what's happening where – Everything is being recorded. We know there's somebody in that tower, in the middle of that tower, and we NSA. just don't know yet. Yeah, anything, a company agency, and we just don't know who's in the. Or, uh, we don't know who's in the tower. First of all, yeah, but we also don't know if they're actually looking at us or 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 what. So we are in a constant fear if we're being watched and or monitored, monitored and yeah. what could come out of that. We don't actually know, and that's where technology has us because we know it's we know it's all being recorded but we don't know if anyone's going to act on it and part of the perks of always being recorded is you know i could get shit delivered to my house yeah it's convenience again (laughs) all right real quick so the fact that technology just has this hold on us like you said it's convenience until it's almost not convenient and like okay i was saying earlier i have a facebook and by having that i'm agreeing to the convenience, but knowing all my information is being stored and stolen, essentially. It's mm-hmm. free to me. I don't pay for it, but that's how they make it for free. And by that, that, I've data, signed that contract. Data, yeah, yeah. As fucked up as that contract is, it's free, and I'm not being forced into it. So that's me saying I'm okay with you spying on me for now because it has helped me out enough with my convenience where essentially I'm okay with giving up my privacy. Content yeah. to, to my this friends. is benefiting me more than it's hurting yeah, me. Exactly. But I think we're getting close to that switch where things might start hurting people more than they benefit, benefit people. Them, yeah. And that's what I'm very nervous of. I'm very skeptical of. Yeah. When yeah. that point happens. But, you know, that's just how it goes, man. You know, it's tough. And, you know, we're no experts on this topic. and We're all going through it with everyone else. We're just trying to live through it the best way that we can just like everybody else yeah, with te- the opportunities given and know? technology has a way of like showing you what to do and you know technology is a huge opportunity too so it's like it's a double-edged sword yeah. honestly like a lot of things so it's just how yeah it's just how much you use it and what you use it for it's just it's becoming so com- more and more complex by the day and we just don't want to let it get the better of us yeah you just gotta roll with the punches for the generation or time that you're born into you know 
we're in a good blessed time, you know, versus like being born in the 1900s. Yeah, we're all pilgrims but, on this journey. You know, but we we got our we got our own issues to deal with, and we just gotta ride through it. Yeah. Right? We're all pioneers. Every pioneers. day is different. We are on a journey, and that's all that matters. Let's go. All right, everyone. Again, follow us at the Psychedelic Waffle on Instagram, and follow us on Twitter at the Psych Waffle. This was episode four. Signing off, everyone. Episode Let's four, go. guys. Peace. Have a good time.